0: Welcome to the Off Dome Podcast, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to the Off Dome Podcast. Hope you guys are doing wonderful today. Hope you guys are having a great day. I'm glad to be here with you. Got some, got some good stuff going on. Uh, game game three, Warriors-Celtics tonight. Should be a banger. Um, we're going to see how how this unfolds now. It's, it's tied up. Series is tied up. How can the Warriors transition their game to the road? How do they look on the road? That's what I'm excited to see. Do they look as good as they do at home on the road, as they did at least in game two? Um that's my question is how the series will handle itself is what do they do in this road series coming up um, that's gonna be huge so uh we, we''re gonna start there we'll get into some uh actually we have some baseball news that we're actually gonna hit which yeah, uh, uh, baseball you know we'll we'll kick into some baseball as, as time goes on here but um definitely once the NBA season dwindles down, we're gonna get into some MLB. Um, but I got I got a story I want I want to touch here with with MLB that's kind of eh, we'll we'll get into that uh, Cam Newton making headlines uh, we'll, we'll 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 touch that there with with Cam Newton um, what, what what my thoughts are on his his little deal and then the, uh, NFC South we're in a, we're previewing the NFC South so we'll we'll get there um, give you my thoughts obviously. Uh, Falcons fan so we'll we'll see how how my how my boys are gonna be finishing up not looking good if I'm, if I'm gonna be totally truthful not looking good but so yeah so with, with Golden State Boston tonight uh they right now it's they all the credits going to everyone's saying Boston right now is what I'm seeing this it's looking like Boston is the heavy favorite uh, spreads three and a half but uh Power Index gives Boston eighty percent chance to win this game, which is uh, I don't know if it's that like cutting their eye, but we'll see about that one. Um, the the Warriors, uh, uh, like I said, like I've been saying, I think it's it's on Jordan Poole. it's on him to really figure out what what they're gonna do because with Clay not stepping up if Clay can if Clay can find his rhythm here I, which I just don't I don't think you can rely on that like I don't think he is what he once was so I don't know if you you can sit here and, and and rely on him to come back and, and be as great as as he was. He's just not that splash brother we're used to seeing so it's a little hard for us to, to really wrap our, our heads around the, that one but I I think they have Jordan Poole who can step up. Let's see how he reacts now on the road. You know, he's feeling himself at home he's got the crowd behind him what can he do uh with with that and then we got you know draymond's antics how's that gonna look is is you you hope with that whole deal you just hope that the the refs don't take over the game it doesn't become the game like let let these guys play i mean keep the officiating in line i mean keep keep them in line have the officiating be be right, but don't overstep. Don't overcompensate because you're expecting something to happen. The the friction now with Draymond and these other guys, and getting out of under the Boston Celtics skin with Jalen Brown and and Grant Williams. Don't let the antics take over. Like we don't. I don't want to see a circus show tonight. I, I want to see a good game. I want to see a basketball game. I don't. We don't. You know the thing with NBA is it, it becomes more of a show when the refs are like. It, it, trying to take over the game. And I say take over as in like it's the focal point. Like every possession gets it gets slowed down because the refs we're getting a call. It's a little ticky-tacky calls every time they're calling everything. This and that and and that's where that that's where it can make the game not fun as, as as from a fan standpoint. Like I don't I don't I don't turn on the TV and go, "Hmm, I can't wait to see the refs in action." Like that's, that's not what what anyone I don't think anyone's here for that. So we're not here. We're not we don't wanna see that. Let's just have a, a game and, and hopefully it's close and it goes to the final. Hopefully we get a buzzer beat. You know what I mean? Like we want that. We we wanna see great basketball. We don't wanna see great officiating. <laughs> Excuse me. Like I don't think anybody's sat down and gone, I want great officiating tonight. Like I I want I want the refs to have I want Scott Foster to have the best refereeing job of his life, nobody's here for that, man, I'm just, I'm just being honest, Um, if I had to pick tonight, I would go with Boston, just because of, I, I don't know what you're gonna get from Golden State, like, they're so, they're so iffy, but then again, Boston didn't show up either, so, there's that, like, don't get me, don't get it wrong, there's that, but, but I don't think you're going to see every player for Boston not show up again. Like, that was such a, like, the dominoes really fell into place there for all of them guys to not have the night they had. They were all off other than Tatum. So I think they'll bounce back, Um, definitely have a, a better, a better t- go of it. Like not everyone's going to be off. You can't expect that to happen. So that's what allowed the Golden State to really have that, that chance they did in the shooting they had. Let's see on the road. To me, this is a test right here. This game will decide how this series goes. This series will go uh throughout like if if Boston can win this pretty easily, um I don't give the Warriors a chance in hell. Like they might they might wrap Boston might wrap it up in 5-6. Like uh, they might not lose. I have them in 6 though. I got them in 6. I'm sticking with that pick because I, I, I just think they're a more round, rounded team all together. So we'll see. Time will be interesting. I, I can't wait for that. Uh, MLB. So the the news came yesterday that Joe Madden got fired uh, for with the Angels, and I, we haven't talked MLB yet here on on this show, but I kind of wanted to start with this. Like if we're gonna start somewhere. Right this seems like a good spot to start. I, I just I just thought this was silly. So, if you haven't been following if you're not if you're not familiar with the situation, I, the Angels were have, have been, they're on a they have on a 112 game losing streak right now and before that they were what 10 games above. Yeah, they were they're 10 games above 500. They're 27 and 7, 17. And now they're 27 and 29. And they went ahead and decided to fire Joe Madden, who recently won a World Series with the Cubs, a team that hasn't won in, you know, it was a hundred and eight years, I believe. So that's in that that move. Like, how do you fire somebody? Like, to me, MLB's always been a game of like you you have these ups and deadlines. There's a flow to your series like you're never just so consistently dominant. There's only a handful of teams and even those teams that are dominant throughout the regular season, they don't always it doesn't always work out in the postseason because with MLB anything can happen in the postseason. It's it's so it's so up and down and and it just takes a little bit. It, to me, baseball is one of those is that is that uh sport for me that they any, it just, it's in a groove, like, you get into a flow, and it just, it goes up and down, and you have these streaks, <clears throat> look at Mike Trout, like, I just put this in perspective, what I was reading, uh, with Mike Trout, in, in this, like, he's been on this streak now, he's batting a 113 batting average, 5 for 44, uh, uh, .183 on base percentage. Like, he's just been, he's had one double and a homer among the five hits. Those were, the, like, that's where his big hits. <clears throat> but before that, he was batting .328 from the beginning of the season. So it's like, so what, are you going re- to trade Mike Trout? Like, are you going to release Mike Trout because he's in a bad slump? Like, that's I, this seems to me like such an overreaction and a silly one. Like, Joe Mann's a pretty good skipper. Like, look at his track record. He's he's not bad. So, I I I'm pretty sure there's 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 a lot of times where an MOB, like you're gonna you're not you might not start off the hottest, but then it it, it it it's 162 games. You play 162 games, and you're telling me at roughly you're almost you're roughly 60 games in, and you're like, yeah, get the hell out. Well. I want that same energy when it's you were 27 and 17 did you have any thoughts of firing him at 27 and 17 but because you're on a 12 game skid like things don't go your way certain things happen like I would be interested to see and I didn't I didn't go into their 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 losing streak like what had happened how did they lose it'd be interesting what kind of what what is going on like your best player the best player in MLB arguably is in a slump he's in a five for 44 slump. So it's like well, what are what are you doing you know i i, I, I this to me just seems so like well they they're they're only a game and a half out of the wild card so, so it's not like you're out of it it's not like you're just done you know what I mean like i i I didn't understand this and this was this one was more uh but like the Joe Girardi Girardi one in with Philly, I, I can understand, like it it just it just stunk with that with that whole situation with Philly. Like it just clearly wasn't working and, and it hadn't been working and okay, maybe I, I can see that. But this one, like you have a shot. Like it's not over. It's not like the end of the season. Like we're not even close. To me, baseball's just begun. Like it's like I don't I haven't even started following closely yet because it's like okay, we got we got big things popping up for the NBA, um, and it's just like that's just how I've always viewed demo beast. So like we're still early on. I don't overreact. I do not take any consideration about what's going on yet, at all. Like it just I don't know, man. This didn't make any sense. you know, this is such an overreaction in my eyes. It's just wild. Like what. Wh- like what? What if they go on and, and they're they're great? Like there had to be like you wonder if is there' an underlying issue like with the GM and and, and Joe Madden because I, I I don't I don't know how to make sense of this one. I mean you got a you got a team that's hasn't been good and for a while now. And there's a lot of guys struggling and they've just been on a skid. Like Shohei Otani hasn't been himself. So uh, the potential you have. You haven't even reached your stride yet. Like you have to get into a stride, and just because you're on a 12-game streak, yeah. Don't get me wrong, the optics on that—you don't. No one wants a 12-game streak. But I feel like that's such an overreaction to go. You can't. You're not You're out of here. Seems seems a bit silly to me. Um. Fuck. What do I know? Right. I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it was a good move. I don't think so. We'll see. Now now this will be. Now all eyes will be on the Angels, right? Because we want to know how this works. Like, what if they make the playoffs? What if they get into the play? What if they hit their stride? What if Trout starts going off? Otani gets dominant. Like, these guys start putting it together. Uh, R- Rendon gets going. Like, what? Ah, uh, it's this. This seems this seems silly to me. I think they're gonna look back because now you've now you've now you've caused a, a thing. You've made this a th- you've made this thing. You made this a thing by by doing this, so um, it's it's a whole issue in the in the locker room. Like, yeah, he's gone now. What are, what are we doing? So interesting. We'll see. Uh, Cam Newton. Um, we'll transition out of MLB. So Cam Newton was on the Pivot Podcast talking, and he said, in quotes, "There's not thirty-two guys better than me," and I don't know. <laughs> And I don't know if he's talking about at the quarterback position, but um, if, if that's what he's referring to, like maybe he's not. There's maybe there's not 32 running backs, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be an ass, but like, uh, there's definitely 32 quarterbacks better than better than Cam Newton. I, like, Cam Newton is not. I, I'm not buying this. Like he. He kind of went out and was talking about how he put himself in bad situations with New England and then uh, with Carolina. Uh, He said, I signed on Thursday and I played on Sunday. Okay, but does that mean – I'm sorry, but you also played eight games. You played eight games with Carolina. You had four touchdowns and five picks. That was all because you signed Thursday and played Sunday. Yeah. To me, it sounds like a lot of excuses. If you put yourself in bad situations, okay, well, you're not putting yourself in a, in a another bad situation. Like what okay, like you had a bad, like you've never been that great in my eyes to me. Like like looking at his stats, dude. He's barely hitting 60%, like, in his career. He's barely hitting 60% completion percentage. Like, you're not, he's not accurate. He's just, I think he's stuck around as long as he did just because he's such a great athlete. It's hard to deny him that he's a, a superb athlete. Like, he's big and strong and fast, but when it comes to passing, I don't think he's ever been this outstanding passer. And I don't think that's, I don't. I like. I don't think that's crazy to, to say. Like, I don't. I don't it's not shitting on the guy. It's just like other than the MVP year where he went to the Super Bowl in twenty fifteen, they went to the Super Bowl and they blew it and they just got shit on by Denver. Like other than that, what a. Uh, what? What have? What? Have, what, have, what has he done? I mean, like his touchdowns to interception ratios have have always been mediocre. Like. Barely, pay. He's barely like he's just not accurate he's full, he forces passes in, in the windows you're not going to win with a guy he's he's just a mediocre quarterback like who's just stuck around in carolina who to be honest stunk anyways like they, they they haven't been good so to say that there's 32 quarterbacks basically like like what's he supposed to say though i understand what he's getting at he's trying to get himself back in the league he wants to, he must still want to play He's trying to get back in the league, but... Come on, man. <laughs> well, let's be real. You're you're not that good, and I'm not saying that because I he's Carolina and I'm trying to shit on Cam Newton on the Falcons fan. I'm being 100% real with you right now. Like, this dude is not... Not even close to... Being... Like, I never bought the... I never understood the hype of this guy. Just because he's such a great athlete and he can run and he has 75 rushing touchdowns in his career. Don't get me wrong, that's great. Like... Cool, like you're pretty. Like you could be a damn good running back, dude. Like, like I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I'm not trying to do like the whole uh, Lamar Jackson uh, deal. That's not what I'm, I'm like. Like literally, like just go play running back. You you might be good at it. Who knows? I, I like I don't like you're not a good quarterback to be just, just to be honest. Like I'm being real and in NFL standards, I don't think you're. He's not an NFL starting quarterback, especially this this stage in your career. As 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 late as he is in his career, what is he, thirty two? No. How old is, is Cam? Uh ninety so like he'd be thirty three. Thirty three? Is Cam thirty three? Let's see. okay, he's thirty two. So yeah, thirty two. He'll be thirty three this year, like yeah. You know. Not a death sentence to quarterbacks, like at a quarterback position, but the way he plays quarterback, his injuries, he's now, he's, he's had, the, he's coming off injury. Um, at 33, it's not like it's the end of the world for him, but, uh, I don't know. where Where's, who's he starting for? You're telling me, I, I would take Colin Kaepernick at this point. No, I'm not, I'm not even being, like, I'm being serious. I would rather have Colin Kaepernick than Cam, dude like I would take a flyer on because I know because Colin Kaepernick's a more accurate passer like I'm not even trying to be funny let's like like we're gonna pull up Colin Kaepernick's stats i I didn't think about this like this is just just off the dome right I want to look at Colin Kaepernick's like career stats he's arguably the, the same as Colin Kaepernick right Okay, so the the stats aren't too different. 60%, 62, So the completion percentage is the same, but but I will say this. The touchdown to interception ratio is a lot cleaner. 10 to 3, 21 to 8, 19 to 10, and, and he also didn't have the same body of work like It's it's a little bit different different scenarios, but it, I w- I would take I would take a flyer on on Colin Kaepernick now over Cam Newton because I know what I'm getting with Cam Newton. I, I would I would definitely take Ka- Kaepernick. Like like that's just that's just me being honest. i uh, the whole the whole Cam Newton experience. We, we know what we got with you, dude. Like we we, we got it. We it's, it's arguably like similar stat lines, but similar careers too. Really. Colin Kaepernick's just Cam Newton's just been in the he's just had longer he just had more years in the league. Uh I, at this point I would I would go with Ka, like I I would take Kaepernick. Why not? Neither one is like this out, like outstanding quarterback. I just got obviously Ka, Kaepernick didn't get the same fair shake as Cam Newton did. Like if you looked at it could he be the same? He could have the same stats. And who knows, he could have grown and gotten better. He'd only played one, two, three, four, five. He only played six years. And one year he played three games. So basically five years. Cam Newton's had a longer career than that. Ten years. Nine seasons, excuse me. So, I I don't know. I, I think Cam Newton trying to come back in is... I don't think he'll ever get a starting gig. Maybe maybe in Carolina if, like, they like Sam Darnold doesn't work out. And they just, they're like, fuck it, just bring in Cam. I think Cam Newton's a quarterback you bring in. They're like, ah, oh, fuck it. The season's over. It was just all fail-safe, like, breaking case of emergency type quarterback. Like, I, I don't know. I don't buy it. I think he's just trying to get back in the league somehow. And I can't blame him for that. Like, yeah, go try to get back in and improve and, and yourself. But... I'm, I'm not with it. I, I'm not. I'm not buying it. I, I never was big on, on Cam Newton. I don't think he's a starting quarterback, especially this stage in his career. Oh, come on, man. Let's be honest. Uh, a little interesting thing before we get into the NFC South pr- uh, predictions. I've seen this. Uh, uh, the Jameis Winston most popular bet to lead NFL in passing yards. So they're betting on. Uh, there's there's uh, Caesar Sportsbook is like you can take bets. Uh, getting gear up for the season already. You can put in for uh, who's going to lead the league in passing yards for this season. And at the top of it, like like the the, the who they have, they have Tom Brady 1, Mahomes 2, Herbert Stafford, Prescott, bro. I guess Winston is but the fans. People are going in and putting their money on Jameis Winston the most. So, he actually started at plus 7,500. They actually had to bring it down because <laughs> so many people were, were putting in for him. So, like, the odds, they had to drop the odds, um, which is interesting. I, I, I can kind of see it because of his track record and how he does, he can lead the league in passing. He's already done it. He's been been that guy before. And, I, and we'll get into this when we talk about uh, – Talk about this more in a minute here, but with with him now, that I think what gets him excited is the weapons they have. Um, You know, finally getting Michael Thomas back, Jarvis Landry, and everything coming out of that. Those reports is Jarvis Landry's just been a beast in 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 practice, and then they they draft Chris Olave. Uh, so, Alvin Kamara, but you know, was back. So I understand it. Like it doesn't. It's not that hard to. I like I can makes sense it's not and that's not a bad a bad a bad bet to be honest um, with this list i don't they have a lot of guys on here T's tied with tua which i don't i don't know if i would ever could ever fathom a, a thing where a, a time where tua is leading the league and passing i don't know if that like not saying it can't happen but um be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, so yeah, that, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, Matt Ryan coming in there, Kyle Murray, Aaron Rodgers. So this this was something I saw. I was like, huh, I could actually buy that. So they have Deshaun Watson at. Play. Why is Deshaun Watson so high? Like, is it just because if he was to, to play, like that doesn't even make any sense. Like he's gonna lead Deshaun Watson's gonna lead the league. You don't think he's gonna get suspended? Like, come on. Why is he a plus 2,000? He should be way lower than that. Baker Mayfield plus 10,000. Zach, he's down there with Zach Wilson. Taylor Heineke has the same odds as Zach Wilson. Taylor Heineke's not even a starter. <laughs> he's behind Wentz. Like, like he's clearly not going to start every game. So how is he going to lead? Uh, so this, this list is a little bit... Iffy to me, but I I don't blame people for taking Winston when he was at seventy five hundred. Like that would be, why is he so low? Why would they have Winston so low? Look at the weapons he's had. He's done it before. His thirty for thirty season. He's done it already. So that's that. That is definitely. Uh, I thought I just thought that was that was funny. Um, and it's kind of relevant to what we're going to be getting into, especially talking about the NFC South. So we'll, we'll, we'll just get, go ahead and get right into that. NFC South. So last year, how it unfolded was to Carolina was last. Carolina finished last. My Falcons were third. Saints and, and were second. And Tampa obviously won the division, went on, and lost to the Super Bowl champs in the playoffs. But this is – Arguably one of the weaker divisions in the NFL. Um, I think definitely with Atlanta and Carolina. Carolina is an interesting one, and I've kind of talked about it before. what the what what they do at the quarterback position is what interests me. I think they can go as far as QB one spot. That's about as far as they can go. Winston and the Saints <clears throat> interesting. They they are they made some pieces. They're clearly all in on Winston, and they're trying to they're trying to go win win this thing. They're not they're not messing around. They're not taking this the year off just because Sean Payton left and all that. Uh, Tampa Bay to me still seems like the heavy favorite, but let's dive right into it with Atlanta. So Atlanta, clearly my Falcons are in a, a they're in a rebuilding season. I I got them last. I I, I almost thought. Maybe third. I had them at third initially, but I couldn't sit here and say my, my boys, my boys are gonna even do better than Carolina, even with their concerns at quarterback. Like I just, there's so many, so many things going on in Atlanta. Like their, their, their roster is so they're they're trying to get out of this cap situation that they've been put in. Um, but I, I like some of the moves they've made in the draft with Drake London, number one, their, their round first round pick. I love I love this this move. This will be nice, you know. Especially with we don't know what's going on. They need pieces uh, to give anybody a chance at quarterback. But you know, with you know, they recently coming off of Julio. You know when he they departed from him. Now Calvin Ridley he's suspended for the entire year, and even if he comes back, I don't know if they want to keep him around because before that they were talking about trading him. So that's interesting. So you now your one two big weapons are gone. Kyle Pitts is your number one guy. He's tight end, but he's clearly a beast. Like you know, you got something there. You bring in Drake London. You hope good things with him. That's interesting. I love the Brian Edwards trade that they made. I thought that was a solid move. Alameda Uh Can he be consistent? You know, he was. He's a guy that had kind of been doing some things quietly. Younger guy. Can can he? Can he do something? I think this is a trial period for Atlanta all around. Everybody on this roster, this is a trial period. Like this, is, this is clearly we're gonna we're doing some new things here. Either you're with it or you're not. So, either it, either it's you're you're about it or you're not. So we're gonna find out what's going on with this with this roster. Um, and all the pieces they they've got, that I think they're just so far. The defense is just to me atrocious. It's a work in progress. They got to figure out the corner position, which I think they got their guy in AJ Terrell. Um, he, he's proven that he's he's could be the the guy at corner. I think, but the depth behind him, a lot of these guys they come off of that they in the that they've had previously. Um, they brought in Casey Hayward, which I thought was nice. Um, a really good good solid pick. He's going to be. He, of a good piece. But he's old. Like he's older. And. Uh, <laughs> truthfully I don't know what he can. At this stage he's. He's not going to be that stable piece. Where he's going to be around for this. I think it's we're in a rebuild. So that's nice. But he's not a long term solution. Isaiah. Then other than that you got Isaiah Oliver. You know Mike Ford. Darren Hall. D. Alford. A lot of guys. There's not a lot of depth right now at corner. And it's. It's. it's it's kind of scary they got some guys um at safety Eric Harris had brought in um older guy now in vet he's not gonna be around I think he. he's a lot of mentoring guys behind him Richie Grant and Jalen Hawkins these draft picks that they've had uh from 2020 and 2021 these last two drafts I think they could be their starting safeties in the future I like Richie Grant Jalen Hawkins has proven themselves they they got to take step forwards um what do they get from Marlon Davidson, their twenty twenty pick draft pick? Is he gonna be around? Does he gonna figure that that whole situation out? Um, the D line is atrocious, and I think they they kind of address that with their draft picks, uh, with Arnold and M- M- Ebubiki. I hope I'm saying that right. I probably butcher that. Um, I I think that's a solid pick to develop him in they need a pass rusher they they have a Atlanta has a piss poor track record of drafting guys edge rushers like it's just it's just a terrible they they've gone you can go through the list man between Vic Beasley we had that one 15 and a half sack year um the kid from UCLA now his name is escaping me it's on the tip of my tongue ah oh. what what was his name Dun, 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 dun. What was his name? Mm-hmm. Tack McKinley. Yeah, t- so Tack McKinley did not work out. I don't even know if he's he's in the league anymore. Like it's just Vic Beasley. Is he around? I don't think so. It's like these guys they bring in they haven't drafted well that the, uh, on the when they get these pass rushers. So hopefully he can break the mold because Grady Jarrett needs help. Um, so hopefully he can help Troy Anderson. All these guys that they drafted, they're gonna get they're gonna get shots. Troy Anderson is an interesting guy. He played at Montana State, played running back his first year, quarterback his second year before finishing out his career at linebacker. So he's the kind of guy that's very versatile. Uh, flies around. He's gonna be interesting. I think that move there. I think that's a move they're trying to they're they're setting up that to kind of he's gonna take over for. Deion Jones. I don't know if Deion Jones sticks around. Uh, maybe he does. I, th- if he can, he can get it going. Either he's pairing with Deion Jones, or eventually he'll take over Deion Jones' spot. Hopefully, if he can figure it out. D'Angelo Malone, um, another guy outside linebacker from Western Kentucky. You know, solid production in his time. He's the uh, defensive player of the year in 2019 and uh, Conference USA in 19 and 21. So. <clears throat> They just brought in pieces, and it's it's basically gonna be a trial period. It's gonna be who who's in, who's not. Um, they got to get out of this cap situation. They're gonna figure out who who's gonna be playing and who's gonna be sticking around. But to me, I, I can't I can't sit here and put these guys above anybody in this division. I think maybe they they could surprise some guys. I like Marcus Mariota. I bring him on a two year deal, I think he's just a comfort thing with Arthur Smith. He knows the system. I just don't think they have, a, to be truthful, I don't think they have a lot of expectations right now. It's just they're, they're feeling out. This is a feeling out process of who they've got. Desmond Ritter, is he going to be the quarterback of the future? He'll, he'll sit by Mario to believe and kind of just develop. And We'll see if they got the guy there and now they'll have to address the quarterback situation down the road because I don't know, unless Marcus Mariota ends up being the guy. I don't know if he's the the guy, but maybe he is. I don't know. We'll see. I like what he did in the, with the Raiders when he, he came in and played for Carr, but I, I I just couldn't put these guys above anybody. It, it I almost had them above Carolina, but that's just not fair. So, uh, with with that said, I had, do have Carolina at three. I don't think there's any surprise to me. It's all about the quarterback position. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I love what Carolina has. I love the, I love their team. It, it is it is built to win now. For sure. If you look at the roster, take away Sam Darnold because I don't think he's the guy. They draft Matt Carroll. P.J. Walker we experimented with him for the XS, his XFL show-out days, and they know he's not the guy. They draft Matt Carroll. Don't know if he's anything. Um, I, I don't think he is. Uh, the third-round quarterback. Maybe he is. Maybe, maybe if he does, it's a pleasant surprise. But to me, um, Christian McCaffrey, can he stay healthy? If not, they signed Dante Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. They have him still at the backup position. So Great. I love the depth at running back. They have a great running back room. It's not all on McCaffrey. They can, Chuba Hubbard, I, I think, can fill in and, and do things. Dante Foreman was great when he filled in for uh, Derrick Henry. He looked really good. 566 yards, three touchdowns in how many games did he play? He only played nine games. So, not bad. Uh, and he's still young. He's 26. Chuba Hubbard's young. So they have they have, they have have these guys. They drafted him last year. This is his second year. Rookie campaign. needs 612 yards, five touchdowns. Chuba Hubbard, I love him from Oklahoma State. He's a beast. Uh, I think they're good. Their running back room's great. That might be the best running back room, arguably. A wide receiver, DJ Moore. I like him. Robbie Anderson, I liked him with the Jets. Um, he needs to have more production, though. Uh, he's getting older, twenty nine. It's this is now or never with him. Like he's he's got to produce. He's only had one one thousand uh, yards season. Um, and that was his first year with Carolina. I thought he did uh, solid, but uh, this he took kind of took a step back. And it's not like he's, he's he stays on the field. He stays he stays healthy. He's just got to be productive. He's a big body guy, 6'3", 190, but he's also got a little bit of speed on him. Uh, Terrence Marshall, I, I like that pick. Can he? Can he can he progress uh, this year? You know, he only had 17 catches and 138 yards, so didn't do much with him. Can he progress? Uh, I'd like to see that be uh, a focal point. I love their tight end room. Tommy Tremble, I like him. Ian Thomas, he's another big body guy, at tight end. They have pieces. The offensive line, they've been working on it. The right side was pretty solid. They solidified that. But uh bring in Pat Eiflin, Um it was solid last year he was a solid he's he was solid he was a solid he's above average starter um when he he's with Minnesota I thought he was pretty solid but kind of bounced around can you find a home there I think he's Austin Corbett solid guard position for he's not, he's a big piece the Rams couldn't afford couldn't afford to pay him so they, they went and got him I love that the offensive line is is, is uh, a thousand times better and I let'll tell you right now there's just their first round draft pick ikcum Ekawanu, I'll, I'll probably butchered it bad with names, but I, I encourage anybody. I like nothing. I know nothing is exciting about offensive linemen, unless you're an offensive lineman. You want to go see some exciting offensive lineman tape? Go look at this kid. I, I put on a tape of him from he's their first round pick. This dude's disgusting. He's he's gonna be special. He's gonna be he's a franchise left tackle for sure. I mean, he's got a motor like nobody's business. He gets out and puts, he and will and will sit you on your ass. Uh, I love this kid. I had not heard of him. I went watch the tape going over this, and 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 damn, I was wondering why he was picked so high. There, there's no question why he was picked at six. He's he's big, strong. He's fast too. He was getting out on the on the perimeter, lead blocking, pulling like good night watch, I, like, this dude starts running at you, I, I advise you to make the career move and get the fuck out of the way. Because this dude is just big, strong, fast. He's amazing. So their, their offensive line is in great shape. And then on you go to the defensive side. Well, all they've been doing on that defensive side is building that defense since, since, um, God, I'm so terrible with names. Uh, the head coach from Baylor took over. Since, since he's been there. Hold on. Matt Rule. There we go. There we go. Matt Rule. So, since Matt Rule's been there, they've been just, just stockpiling the defense. You got Brian Burns. I'd like to see Derek Brown take a step forward and continue. They bring in Matt uh, Iodinus from uh, Washington solid piece not like not a, like he's not mind boggling like amazing but he's a solid, really solid piece to bring in uh Gross Matos they drafted like to see him step up i mean they got pieces Jacob Tutui Mariner he's pretty solid coming in and, and doing some things I, I like him as a rotation guy uh they bring in Corey Littleton not not a bad linebacker piece uh Shaq Thompson he's been he's been or Thomas no, Thompson, yeah, yeah. Sorry. He's he's been great for them. Uh Dante Jackson at the corner, they just signed a uh, sending him three year deal. Great corner to have. Then you got JC Horn, who didn't play last year, was their their top guy. He played uh three games, got hurt, uh broken several broken bones in his foot. So hopefully he can play, get back into it and, and, and see there. But even behind him, they had traded, I forgot they had traded for CJ Henderson. Uh, he was a first-round pick from Jacksonville. I'm, i, I it just they have a lot of pieces. Jeremy Chin, he's one of the best safeties. That kid had a hell of a season last year. Um. At the safety position, he's one of these great young safeties. You know, in his third year figuring this thing out. I mean, they just they've got a great roster. Xavier Woods, they bring out the free safety position. I thought that was a great move. I mean, they're just—they're stacked. They are ready to. Carolina is ready to win now. The only thing that's stopping them is their quarterback play. Like they don't have the best wide receiver room, but they had—if they had Baker Mayfield, this is where Baker Mayfield should come in. If they had Baker Mayfield, this is a playoff team, and I almost—they would be right there with with the the Bucks. Like I—I I mean, I truly believe that this team is this team. Is one is a quarterback away from being great, and that's the problem. And if if they don't solve that, if if they don't see that, recognize that, and solve that problem, and I think they're trying to, I think they're trying to get Baker, but they're not willing to pay the what the Browns. They're not they're not willing to compromise with what the Browns want to do. I I just think Baker man would would be great with this team, and you want to you would want to get him in here sooner than later. But you know Cleveland, we talked about this. Cleveland's doing what Cleveland does, and I think they're just holding him back, which is. Bullshit, but um, yeah, I I think I to be honest, I'm really high on Carolina. I love their roster. They're just the quarterback play. You're not gonna get anything like we know what Sam Darnold is. The motherfucker sees ghosts. He like he's not he's not the guy. Why do why do people get so many chances in the NFL? I know it's so hard to find a quarterback, but like we're so willing to give all these guys chances and like we know what you are like we know what he is he's not he's not the guy man he's just not he's just not it 2500 yards 9 touchdowns and 13 picks i get he's young and that's what the hope is he's such a high he was the third round pick he's 25 he's 63 he's 225 he's, he's the. he's he's the complete guy man he's what he needs like dude like dog come off of it it ain't it. Like you you've got bamboozled, you signed to this deal, like you're stuck with him now, you feel like you gotta play play him. I guess. But just know that you're wasting your time and you're wasting the talent you have. This team could do some things. But that's just me. That's that's what I think. So at two, I got the Saints. Um, I think with you know, obviously that leaves Tampa about one. I, I don't think too much changes in this division. I think if Carolina gets a quarterback, if Carolina gets Baker, for instance, this is a tough division. The only thing holding them back is Atlanta. Like, there's the only thing that holds this division down is Atlanta. But right now, as it stands, I think the only people that even have a chance is New Orleans. As, as far as a playoff run, is New Orleans and and Tampa. And the more I think about it, uh, New Orleans is is in a good spot. They really are. They're 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 doing. They're quietly. Getting shit going here. I really like what they're doing. Um, famous Jameis thirty for thirty. All he has to do is not. Like I feel like he's matured. If I've kind of listened to him talk and how he's coming out, and, and I think I think Jameis Winston's going to surprise a lot of people. I really do. I think I think he's kind of putting it together. I think he's figured himself out. I think it was just so much going on with for him uh, early on and. A lot of pressure, and he just—he's just, just been—he just, you know, if you take away the thirty-for-thirty 30 season, he's—he's he's been not like he's had. He we see that what he can be. He just has to get rid of the turnovers, like, and I think, I think he was getting towards that in New Orleans, like before he got injured in the seven games, he he had eleven hundred yards. 14 touchdowns, three picks. Like this, so there was a sign there. He just gotta stay healthy. That's all. This is this is his time. He's just gotta stay healthy. He stays healthy, he'll be all right. Um, and he's got he's got the team now. He's got the team to do it. He's got Kamara's Cam- gotta stay healthy. That's that's the big piece. Kamara. They brought in Mark Ingram. Um, Michael Thomas will be back. I think a lot of people are excited with the Saints because Michael Thomas is back. They bring in Jarvis Lander like we talked about. They draft Chris Olave. Traquan Smith is still there, which I I I, I kind of like him as a rotation guy. Not not he's not a, a stud like that by any means. Uh Marcus Callaway, his second season now. Uh I think he can do some good things. You know, he had 690 yards, six touchdowns. That's not bad for him. 46 catches. They got they got a pretty solid uh receiving core. Adam Troutman I, I love at Tight End. Um I think he needs to keep progressing but it's, he's a big body guy coming out of Dayton. I thought I thought he was solid. Um and then they have Taysom Hill. I guess he's going to be playing Tight End now so we'll, we'll see, you know, he's always been a pretty physical guy. Uh but we'll see how that goes with with that. He's just he's got weapons. Um he's got he's got a lot of weapons. And that that could be scary. I mean, truthfully, if if Winston stays healthy, this team stays healthy. Michael Thomas, Kamara, they can keep all these pieces on the field. Their offensive lines were still pretty solid. Um, they got decent depth. Uh, they they drafted so with their draft picks to Trevor Penning filling in. Who is he? Does he take over the spot? That's the guy they drafted from. Uh. The other first round pick. They so they had the 11th and the 19th. They took uh, Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa, who's supposed to be a solid, solid, solid pick. I don't know if he starts right away or how that's going to work out. But either way, even if he doesn't, if he doesn't take over the job from James Hurst, uh, Andres Pete, Eric McCoy, Caesar Ruiz, Ryan Ramchek, Forrest Lam- Like they, they had one of the best offensive lines, even with losing um, their guy at At left tackle, um, to Teron Armstead, uh, like one of the best ta- left tackles in the game. They they lose him, but I mean they had such a solid offensive line already, and then they they immediately bring in Trevor Penning, who can help them. Like they're gonna be all right. Their offensive line is gonna be all right. Take er- Eric McCoy, they still got Forrest Lamp, which is interesting. You know he was one of these big. Guys, that, that uh, he's he's about a, like an average guy, a rotational guy that can fill in and do all right. Um, they they've got solid depth. Um, and then on the defensive side, they're they're good. Marcus Davenport, Cameron Jordan, still doing his thing. Um, they bring in Shy Tuttle for the the D tackle spot. Not not a bad, you know, not like this big crazy signing, but. That's a solid rotational piece. That they've got a good solid defensive line, linebacking cores, all right. Um, with Pete Werner and Zach Bond and Demario Davis, like it's not bad. Like it's pretty. That's a pretty solid linebacking core. Uh safety spot. They bring in Tyron Matthew. <laughs> okay, that's I'm dumb here for that. That's a great. They bring in Marcus May, who I'm really, i really I like him at this at the free safety spot. Uh, they they've got depth at safety. Daniel Sorensen was a starter. Uh, C.J. Garner Johnson, like they've got depth there. Garner Johnson's he's, he's a great young safety. I like I like him. So you have depth at the the, the safety spot. And then their corners, they, they got Marshawn Lattimore, uh, one of the best in the game. Um, uh, their P- Paulson Adebo for their rookie last year, who did good. Six one guy. You put him on the other side. Uh, Okay, not bad. Like, they've got depth there. Okay. I, I, and then they drafted another corner to kind of help out this year. So, we'll see what Alante Taylor can do. He was their second-round pick. I, it's just not bad. They, like, they're they not in a bad spot at all. And they didn't even have a lot of draft picks. They, they didn't need to do much in the draft. But what they did, I, I like what they did. They, they addressed just simply addressed their needs. Like, they got another piece for at the wide receiver core and Chris Olave that's going to help out they bring in Jarvis Lynch to so the wide receiver they're like I see why people are like James Winston can have can lead the league in passing he has the weapons he has unlimited weapons right now and the Saints the Saints are going to be scary this year like uh, uh, they might be scary I, I, I think they're going to do they're going to be good I think they're a wild card team and uh, they could potentially push Tampa and win the division but right now I'm not going to bet against Tampa I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady. <clears throat> um, I just, I just think the Saints. as hard as it is for me to admit. I think the Saints are going to be pretty damn good this year, and that leads me into Tampa Bay. I, that's the team we got. I got them winning it. Um, a lot of moving pieces though. A lot of things have changed. They've lost a couple offensive linemen. Um, but. Still got Tristan Worf, Shaq Mason, Ryan Jensen on I mean, that right side's pretty good. Diamond Smith, he's been doing his thing, a left tackle, not not bad. They're 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 just I mean, you don't bet against Tom Brady. <laughs> if I've learned anything. I mean, Leonard Fournette, I think the running back room's a little it's a little scary. I don't know if I buy their 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 running back room. Keyshawn Vaughn and and Leonard Fournette. Is, how healthy is Leonard Fournette? How many games is he going to play? They drafted a guy out of Arizona State and Rashad White. Um, what can he provide? Can he provide a spark in that room? So that, I think that was smart for them to get a running back because the running back room was is, is scary. So I think that was a nice little move there. They still got Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, you know, those who need to stay healthy. They bring in Russell Gage who with Atlanta – did a pretty damn good job with Atlanta. So, I like that move there. It's, that's going to help out. Wish we still had him, boy. But good for him going and getting his payday. So, they got they got weapons. They drafted two tight ends. Kate Otten and, and Co. Kieft. Uh, Kieft? I don't know how you pronounce that. Keith. Um, Behind Cameron Brady. So, Brady's still got weapons. Offensive line's solid. Defense is not bad. Like defense is pretty good. Uh, you know, Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean, Shaw Murphy, Bunting. These corners are great. Yeah, you got young, young corners, man. I love their, I love their, I love their corner room. Pretty solid. You know, Antoine Whitfield Jr. at safety. Love this kid. He's a beast. I mean, they they've got great. They bring in Keanu Neal, who's a great piece to have. Is you now a backup. He's a great rotational piece and depth guy um, he's battled with injuries but great guy to have in the in, the, in the in that rotation and then you know Devin white Levante David one of the arguably the best linebacking tandem skill Barrett Barrett's still there Vita Vea still there they bring in Hakeem Hicks I mean they got they got some damn They got some like the pieces haven't changed too much like they've losing some guys yes Obviously, you can't pay everybody; they're gonna lose out on some guys. But for the most part, then they brought in Logan Hall. That's that was their that was their draft first draft pick, second round. This was the first pick they had. They actually traded out, to get, didn't like what they didn't see anything they liked. But they brought in depth at that position. They they just they filled and they plugged a little bit of holes that they needed. You know, get some tight ends they weren't very big in tight ends. They just brought in some guys because you know Tom Brady can. Can he's the guy that can elevate other guys so you don't need to go out and overpay for anybody by any means you can let some guys go and let the oj howards of the world go and and be all right feel comfortable who knows gronk may come back and help that tight end room too you never know but uh i think the Tampa base just they're ready to go again and and i think i think it's their division to lose. the only real competition to me is New Orleans, and it's serious competition. I think it's gonna be, I think, I think New Orleans will do some things. I, I'm kind of getting the more I, I'm, I'm going along here, the more I'm, I'm kind of buying in on the New Orleans train. Um, and man, Carolina could be something too. I think, but I don't know what they do at quarterback, and that's that's what that's what that's what leaves Carolina so so behind. They're, they're they're not even that far behind the other these the Saints and Bucks like they could be competing right now where they're at all they gotta do is go get a quarterback and I I, I think Baker's out there for the taking. When they get Baker, um, like I said, I already said it before, but I'm, I'm just saying, let Baker go, man, let him out of Cleveland, dude. Damn. But uh, so yeah, that's that's the NFC South. So I got Atlanta, I got my Falcons, my Dirty Birds. You know we we're we're, gonna, we're ready to rise up, but not this year. We're gonna rise up. We'll be back. We're, we gotta, we got we got to figure some things out. We got to see. We're we gonna address, uh, assess the situation. We got to get out of this cap hell that we've been put in. And then they're doing it. They're trying. They're they're gonna figure this thing out. We're just, unfortunately, we're in a rebuild year. It is what it is. It is what it is. I think we could. There's a the potential to do something, but there's no expectations. Like we're we're not winning no Super Bowl. Um uh, Cordell Patterson, man, I'm glad we got to keep him back. I get to watch him. This will be fun. Marcus Mariota might surprise some guys. I think it's interesting. Right now, Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, these guys that went one and two, you know, they had these struggles early because they were just thrown into the fire and it didn't work. I think both of them now are in a careers where they have now matured and have gotten to take a step back. They both kinda of went the same route. Marcus Mariota went behind Derek Carr, got to sit out, you know, kind of learn, mature and and in the same sense so did Jameis Winston. Gotta sit behind Drew Brees. There's no more pressure. You're not there. you're not being the guy. No one's on you like that to do all these things. And now they have a chance. Now they're now they get to go start somewhere. Now they have a chance. Uh Jameis Winston in obviously in a better situation scenario than Marcus Smart or Marcus Smart <laughs> NBA in mind. Excuse me, Marcus Mariota. Um just because of the team but it's funny now. Now both guys, both in the NFC South. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. Um, playing against each other, like the, we'll see how this goes. But Marcus, Mar- Mar- Marcus Mariota, I think I, I really like Mariota. Um, what I just thought he didn't have a, he just needed time. He just was needed some time. He's a different cat. Uh, I don't know if he's starting caliber and, and franchise guy, but I like. To see, it'd be interesting to see what he does. And I like the Desmond Ritter pick. And I love that we're not forcing him to start. I love that. That's how teams need to approach situations with quarterbacks. Let them like, yeah, reps matter, but let them get the first year to just, you're you're, you're going to a different, you don't know, you know going to a different place and, and learning new, it's a whole new thing, man. Not everybody can just pick it up like that. You see Trevor Lawrence, look at Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Like, he didn't, he looked like dog shit in Jacksonville. Does it mean he's ass? Does it mean he's not going to be good? I don't know. I don't think so. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be pretty damn good in this league, but we don't know. But you can't judge somebody <clears throat> by throwing him in the fire and just say, "Hey, figure it out." Like that doesn't work. I, I, to me, that that it rarely works. Right? It rarely works. I think give them at least half the year or something. You know what I mean? Don't just like I I don't I never like that move. So I think letting Desmond Ritter adjust to a new situation, get settled in, figure it off, learn the offense, fully learn and understand it and get better, you know, pick the mind. Every situation, case by case, is different, you know, situations are different everywhere you go, but let him learn. That is such a, a tough position to try to just figure out. Let him learn, and I think he'll be all right in Atlanta if he gets this. He could be the guy of the future. You never know. So... Um. With that being said guys, we'll we'll leave you on that. Um, what we're going to get into obviously next episode, we'll we'll next time we'll talk about uh just kind of leave you a little preview I think of what we're going to do. Um so that's NFC South. All we have left is is the West, the wild wild West uh on the NFC side and the AFC side I think too, the better divisions. Um obviously the AFC West is going to be is going to be the most fun division to watch. Like is it's going to be so fun to watch that division unravel and unfold now it's going to play out. It's going to be interesting. Um NFC West, you got the you got the Super Bowl fucking champs. How is it not one of the best? They have the Super Bowl champ. this. Um like how can you argue with that? 49ers, their whole situation. That's going to be interesting. Old Trey Lance deal. Where is Jimmy G go? Now they're talking about maybe he starts. Like he's coming back and he's going to start. Hell no. Like I don't see that happening. Um, they're, they're going to move off of him. That could be, you know, oh my goodness. Sorry to, like, that could be something too. Maybe he goes, maybe he goes to Carolina. Could he go to Carolina? I don't know if I, I'm not a big Jimmy G fan though, but I'm not, I'm not a believer of the Jimmy G experience, but so yeah, four Rams, 49ers, uh, the Seahawks team, they're the Falcons of that division. They're going to drag that division down. And then what is the other team that's slipping my, 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 my mind? Uh, Cardinals? Oh, Cardinals. Oh, that's the, that's solid right there. You know, Cardinals, Rams, great, great. They can be bad duking it out. And then what can the 49ers do? How does Trey Lance look? Well, that'd be interesting. So what do we do first? I think we're gonna I think we've always been doing the AFC. I want to save that one last. I want to save that one last. So yeah. Maybe we do that Friday. Maybe we do that one, maybe we do that one Friday. We do and we'll do NFC first. Maybe we do NFC first. We'll flip it for this. NFC then AFC. Um but yeah, so just to keep an eye on that tonight we got the game, uh game 3, the NBA finals we will be of course talking about that. Um And whatever else we figure out, we'll we'll keep it off the dome. Figure it out. Um, So, with that being said, I'm going to leave y'all with that. That one. Uh, I love y'all. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Go conquer the fucking world. Tell somebody you love them. Make the world a better place. Love y'all. Peace.